Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Audio bandwidth for the Daily Gizwiz is provided by Winamp. Subscribe to the Daily Gizwiz and all your favorite podcasts with the ultimate media player. Download it for free at winamp.com. Video bandwidth for the Daily Gizwiz is provided by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. It's time for the Daily Gizwiz with Mad's Maddest Writer, Dick DiBartolo. This is episode 1297 for Tuesday, March 1st, 2011, the Mattel Auto Race. And now, get ready for Dick. Hey, it's Dick DiBartolo, Mad's Maddest Writer, and the Gizwiz one day a week. And this week, that's really too much because Tom Merritt's here. But we're doing it anyway. It's... Turn the table Tuesday. Tom, Tom, Tom. That is not my Turn the Tables Tuesday product. Oh. Okay. Good guess. Let though. me take another guess. <laughs> it's not a drum. Okay. Not a okay. drum. It's not an Indian drum. Okay. Any and and uh, unlike a Lawson clock, it doesn't even have drums in it. Ooh, that was good. That was good. We'll call back. This there is to our last, last, last week. day together. Ever? It went by so. F- <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, how's the work at the cottage coming? By the way, because. I mean, not the cottage, but at the new building. At the Twit Brick House. Uh, as we we're recording Twit- this today, I walked into the kitchen and everything was gone. And I'm assured that we haven't been robbed. It was just moved all the, down to the new place. Ooh, There's so actually a, a webcam where you can uh, where you can watch. Go to if you go to dropcam.com/demo. Uh, they have a bunch oh, of demonstrations okay. of, of Dropcam on the left. And uh, one of them is the Twit Cottage. You can you can just kind of watch the as Twit Cottage is the new, oh, the or new I'm place. not the Twit Cottage, but the the Twit the brick what? Twit House as we're as, is its beta name. <laughs> How big is it again? Is it a hundred thousand square feet? You know, I don't or remember 10, the exact 000. number. Okay, what is it, Jammerby? Oh, he doesn't know either. Nine thousand, something like that. It's big. It's big. Yeah, that's all we know. Oh, Strike It Rich says 20,000. I think it's 10,000 well, on, on one floor. And, right. Yeah. I think it's total. If you count the basement, it's close to 20,000. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, uh, uh, oh, uh, wow. What's that? Wow. Oh, look. That, that's our... Oh, they're showing a picture on the video version of our kitchen, empty, with nothing in it. Oh, I, of the cottage. Yeah, that's, that that's at the cottage. cottage so. wow. okay. You have drop cams everywhere. Yeah, it's a drop cam world out here. Wow. <laughs> so um, I, w- I was told that this, I-, I brought something of my own, but I was told maybe this would be a better selection. It's a uh, toothpick bird. Is that? Mm, looks a little familiar. That should have been in the cotton that they're packing to send to Leo's Gadget Warehouse. Right. Okay. So, well, I'm, I'm glad I got my own because it doesn't seem like that's as big of a, uh, a big of a hit as what I've got. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to play. You're going to tell me what it's called? 
Uh, I'll give you a guess. <laughs> okay. No clues. No, just a guess. Just oh, a okay. Guess. Would it fit in? Is it bigger than a bread box? Uh, we, yeah. Uh, no, no. Unless you make really tiny bread, like those little uh, toasts that they use in hors d'oeuvres. It's not bigger than a bread box. No. Okay. Can men and women use it? Yes. Men and women both can use it. Would one sex use it more than the other? Less. Uh, that's a sociological question, but probably it's not. It's not designed in that way. But with every with every correct answer, I'll raise it up a little closer to the camera. Uh, it is the Mattel Electronics Auto Race game. Uh, this was put oh, this out is in good because it's like Toy Fair. You know, we did Toy Fair last right, week. Right, right. Um, Nineteen seventy-seven. This bad oh, that boy was expensive. arrived. No, the year nineteen seventy-seven. Oh, okay. okay. uh, it was it was made in nineteen seventy-six, uh, but it, it arrived under my tree in nineteen seventy-seven. Uh, and, and you just got around to opening it. Well, you know, there was I got so much stuff that year. I mean, wow, I couldn't be expected <laughs> to open it all at once uh but it's very simple um when it works you uh you have these little uh dots you're you're racing right so you you get this little car controller at the bottom and the little leds come at you but that's simulating that you're driving faster and driving for towards them and then every time you pass one you you actually advance up so it's it's actually the reverse of racing. I, I honestly, when I used to play with this as a kid, because the LEDs come down at you and you advance, I used to pretend it was like an an asteroids game or a space invaders type game, as the LEDs come down. And then you have you have four speeds you can go, uh, and and every every lap you make uh, gives you another point. And then you start back at the bottom, and then it and it gives you the. Uh, and then gives you a score after the if you hit the time limit. Those beeps that you're hearing are me getting hit yeah. by cars. Oh, oh, okay. And there seem to be two more dials uh, on the front. What yeah, there's there's a uh, two there's the start and reset, which are basically just oh. on and off. And then oh, there's okay. four speeds, so you oh. can see so here. I can go up to fourth gear and get hit a lot faster. Wow! But that's it. And what was it? It's called. It's the it's just Mattel Electronics Auto Race game. And nineteen seventy seven. Yep. Eighty seven, ninety seven. Well, we've come pretty far in what I I took that Alfred E. Newman uh, math course. Is it fifty seven years? Fifty seven years, exactly. Since, right. Since nineteen seventy seven. Uh yeah, it you know, it this one came with a AC adapter. On the side, so you could actually plug it in if you didn't have a battery and use it. I used to think that was a headphone port, and I would electrocute myself. <laughs> but and do you not have the uh, back for it? I no, no, you noticed that, huh? Yeah, the back. Uh, yes. I believe I have the back for it in my box of things that I don't know what they go with, because I know there's a gray battery back in that box. I need to go dig it up. and. The thing is, connecting... Those two things that belong together is I, I always have a, a, a box of things just exactly like that. Uh, screws yep. that yep. were specially made to hold something closed and battery backs. And then a month later, you'll find a device 
And then, of course, you can't find where the battery back is. It's really annoying. The game uses 512 bytes of memory, by the way. Wow. Not kilo, not mega, <laughs> actual single bytes. 512. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Ha- about half a kilobyte. If you would have any idea what it sold for, you know, I've been trying to find an a, a, an example of the price somewhere, and I haven't uh, haven't seen anybody list price. I I think it probably sold around twenty dollars. Is my memory is my memory of it, but yeah, I, I would say twenty bucks is probably twenty dollars in nineteen seventy seven dollars. Yeah, no, in nineteen exactly point nine million dollars today. That's right. If I had yeah. taken that twenty dollars and invested it in Microsoft. Instead of wasting it on this Mattel Electronics auto race, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. No, where would you be? I would standing be standing there talking to me because I would you be sitting be able to in a, a bowl full of money talking to you, <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it up in the air. Well, it would be very distracting and probably wouldn't be good for the show. Yeah. Uh, anything is good for this show. You cannot ruin this show. My, Although you're coming damn close, I'll tell my, you that. I'm trying. Like I said, this is my last chance, right? A, yeah, I, a backless yeah, 57-year-old piece of, of technology. Oh, oh. Making it wh- rain. Whoa, whoa. It's raining nice. money in here now. Thanks, Alex. Boy, Alex is really, is it Alex? Who's on the board today? Alex is on the board today, yeah. Wow. Wow. He's He's really stepped it up from last week where he tried to ruin the show. But couldn't, I know. as, as we couldn't. pointed out to You him. can't. You yeah. can't. We're unstoppable. We're like that movie I'm recommending. Right. We are like a train that has left the station without any engineers. Yeah, and you're like a train wreck. And together, mm-hmm. it's music. <laughs> together, it's a hit movie. <laughs> and, and people say that a lot of times about my podcast and my shows. They're like, you know, I can't turn away. I always have to watch you. It's like a train wreck. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Not complimentary, but it's good. <laughs> is it? Is it? I always see. I always say thank you. It's that's odd. Hadn't really thought about it that way. Well, I like train wrecks, so yeah, it yeah, works I, for me. I think you have a fan page of them. Do you not? Uh, a train wreck fan page? <laughs> <laughs> no. But, uh, maybe you should. Maybe you should right. start. You know, there, there was there was a series uh, about two years ago called. Um, about extreme trains was the name of it. I think it was on A and E. Extreme trains, and the guy was actually, I believe, worked on a railroad, but like as a conductor or something. But he loved trains, and evidently, when the series was being made, they they must have uh, they must have kept telling him, "Make it exciting, make it exciting," and he would say, uh, "We're coming up to this station." But if we were accidentally fall against the throttle, there he is. If we accidentally fell uh, against the throttle, this train would pick up speed and it would be a train wreck. About <laughs> every 10 minutes, he would say, and we're pulling 100 cars behind us. But if the last car uncoupled and ran into the train behind us, it would be a train wreck. You know, we're we're halfway through the last episode of the Daily Gizwiz that I'll be filling in for Leo Laporte. But if we were actually on a train and there were no engineers and we were running at a huge building, it would be a train wreck. It is a train wreck. It's coming right at us. <laughs> you can't avoid the Daily Gizwiz. Run! <laughs>
All right. Uh, I believe, are we, are we out of sponsors or do we still have no, we another? we have one more sponsor. We have a sponsor for, uh, even for your uh, episode. Wow. Hi, Dick Bartolo Med's Maddest Friday with Sarah Fowler and another Mad Minute. If you already have the sneaker phone from that sports magazine, you'll definitely want the new Dirty Sweat Sock telephone from Hockey Puck Illustrated. This telephone looks like an ordinary Dirty Sweat Sock. And it smells like a Dirty Sweat Sock. But it's an actual telephone. Think of the money you'll save when one of your friends asks to use your phone. One look and one whiff of the Dirty Sweat Sock phone and they'll say... Uh, never mind, I'll use the payphone on the corner. The sweat sock phone is not sold in any store. We know. We tried. It's only available with a 10-year subscription to Hockey Puck Illustrated. It's the perfect gift for the person who has everything except good taste. Order today and your dirty sweat sock telephone is delivered with the final issue of your 10-year subscription. The dirty sweat sock telephone should be laundered separately from your other telephone. Till next time, this is Dick Bartolo with Sarah Fowler on the Mad Minute. Bye. Bye. Now, uh, when did that originally come out? Was that created? They, they ran in the 70s and 80s. Okay. And, you know, Med never ran ads. And I, I went to Gaines one day and I said, hey, Billy, how about we do something that we would just give away to disc jockeys? I said, you know, big stations won't play it, but small town stations would probably like to have free stuff. And he said, yeah, just keep it cheap. And... And uh, let's and you do did, it. and we did. It was, and we did. And, and a, a funny upshot uh, of it was, a company came to Bill and said, "We want to actually sell the Mad Minutes. We want to put like a ten-second thing on the beginning and a ten-second at the end, like McDonald mm -hmm. uh, presents the Mad Minute." And Bill said, uh, "I'm interested." And they said. But, you know, we, we'd re-record them. So they got a real orchestra and they got a professional announcer and they did a, a demo tape. <laughs> I thought they were quite good. And, and I played them for, for Bill and Bill said, I don't not like these. <laughs> I absolutely loathe these. Wow. He said, Mad Magazine is about a crappy Casio organ. It's about two people who are not professionals making, you know, working their way through these commercials. I want them to sound really cruddy to reflect mad. And he said, I don't want a polished product like that with our name on it. He said, we have a reputation. To trouble. So the mad minute <laughs> never happened. Oh, that's too bad. The only reason I, I thought of this vert. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I ask is uh, um, my ten-year subscription has run out, and I'm I still haven't received oh, my oh, dirty yeah, sock oh, telephone. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I'll bring the dirty sock out with me. We're out of phones, <laughs> okay. but we do have a lot of socks. I'll bring it with me when I come to the grand opening. Well, half half a product is better than none. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope we do that. I hope yeah, we have absolutely. everybody out here for a grand opening. That that is going to be fun. Be super, super. Shall we do some letters then? Uh, let's see. Okay, I, I'll do a letter uh, since you don't. You don't have a letter, right? No, don't have a letter. They're, they're coming anyway. Oh, I got one. I mean, I have letters, but they're not about the Daily Gizwiz. I could just read, you know, just a random letter. Should I do that? 
Uh, you can. Or I have a letter that. Do you ever? Do you, did someone send you something? Tom, Becky, Sarah, and crew. On the subject of anti lasers in episode 182, you guys seem to have overlooked the most useful upshot of this development shields. Thanks, John Davis. I mean, it's not, it has nothing to do with the Daily Gizwiz, but it is a it is a letter that I got. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'll do an. I'll do one. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I think Alex has has the graphic for it because it's kind of interesting. Uh, David Greenwald writes, "I knew 3D movies have been pushed at us in the past, but I didn't realize for just how long they've been trying." I found an article from 1929 on 3D movies. It appeared in Modern Mechanics, June, uh, January 1929, and the article is called Movies That Leap from the Screen. And I read a little bit of it, and, and this guy had come up with a way, he invented a, a camera that would take uh, alternate frames, one for the right eye, one for the left eye, one for the right eye, one for the left eye. And then he he made a film strip with right eye, left eye, right eye, left, uh, left eye frames all the way down and projected it at twice the normal speed, mm-hmm. which the reporter said looked like 3D. And I assumed it was 3D without glasses. Wow. And that was back, that was back in 1929. So that's, you know, what is your take on 3D, by the way? Do, uh, do you have a 3D TV and or are you getting one or I am, are you even considering getting I do not have a 3D TV, uh, nor have I ever worked with a 3D TV, Your Honor. I know nothing about. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm not excited about 3D TVs. I'm not rushing out to get them. I have DirecTV, which has a handful of 3D channels now available that I could pay to get. Uh, if I had a 3D TV, and if I decide that I need to replace my current television for whatever reason, I probably will buy a television with 3D in it, just because it's almost hard to avoid if you're if you're shopping for anything above a certain level. They, they're just putting 3D in everything, but I'd, I'd also like to to have it. I have a PS3 that is you know now firmware upgraded to be able to play 3D. I don't have any desire to watch everything in 3D. I think it's a novelty. I think having the ability to watch some stuff in 3D would be nifty. Uh, my wife and I could sit down and watch something in 3D together. But, you know, if you're going to have people over, you're not going to watch things in 3D. And that, that's some of the things that are best in 3D are things like sports, where it's like, well, okay, now we have to get glasses for everybody. Until yeah. we get glasses-free 3D that doesn't reduce the resolution and doesn't hurt the eyes... And doesn't reduce the brightness of yeah, the yeah right. It doesn't re- it doesn't doesn't impact the picture in any way. Uh, I'm it's it's going to be it's a novelty. It's not even at it's not even at the level of high def. High def was a good looking picture. It was good enough that when you showed it to people, they said, "Wow, that looks a lot better." Three uh, D doesn't doesn't have that. It doesn't make people say, "Wow." They say, "Wow, I'm wearing these stupid glasses. I have to do that." Well, but I think now you realize that how far we've come because this idea is only only started in 1929 and we're almost to the point where we might consider buying one if our current TV blows up. Or I wonder what was the problem with this because it's obviously glasses free. It must have been very blurry. It was probably it probably gave you a blurry and probably gave you a terrible headache. Probably gave you terrible headaches. Yeah. yeah. 
your brain was going, was that, was that, wait a minute, stop. Was that right eye? Was that left eye? Was that right eye? Was that? Uh, it was probably, it probably run out of business by the 2D industry. Yeah, you probably did. You're absolutely right. But anyway, this is our special 3D version anyway. That's right. We're coming into your head. 3D audio. Audio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now I'm over here. Now I'm over here. You can ditch. I'm be back. <laughs> All right. Enough foolishness. What no, it? no, it's never okay. enough. It's never enough, is it? <laughs> I have well, really Tom, enjoyed filling in for Leo. Oh, it's great. I, you know, it, it's it, it's really great fun. You know, we have a lot of laughs together. And uh, you made it go by like a breeze. Like a hot... 3D. Like a hot 3D sewer breeze. breeze. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, uh, for watching. Leo will be back in Daily Gizwiz time space tomorrow on tomorrow's Daily Gizwiz. Yes. And and for those who are going, wait a minute, isn't this the middle of the week? It is the middle of the week, but we're doing like a split. Tom and Leo are playing a split week. That's right. Yes. I'm the opening act. Get people warmed up Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday, main attraction. Leo and Dick back together. Knock them out. So Leo... We'll be here tomorrow. And I'll be here. D-A-I-L-Y. It's the Daily Gizwiz. It's the Daily Gizwiz. It's the Daily Gizwiz. It makes its own gravy. Yeah.